On Monday of this week, it was a gorgeous day in the Midwest. And about 3.30 in the afternoon, I decided that I was going to sit out on my back patio and just enjoy. Now get this, 80 degree weather in February. So I'm going to tell you about what happened as I sat there enjoying the sun. I'm Carol Horkin, and I'm glad you're here on the 30-second prayer that changes everything, because it really does, and I love sharing it with you. We've been talking about decluttering the mind these last few episodes. We've talked about getting rid of conflict, unforgiveness, being ready to forgive so we don't let that get in our mind, disappointment, getting rid of disappointment. How about a runaway calendar that's controlling you? Get rid of that. Issues that need to be resolved. And getting rid of dread. That was last week. Everything can take up residence in your head. So today, we're going to talk about something that's a little too close to my heart. A while back, I think I told you that I was going to reveal what God was dealing with me on. Well, today is that day. But first, let's go back to that perfect afternoon. It was just gorgeous. Still, just the kind of day you want to sit in the sun and read a book and just enjoy the birds weren't even out. I mean, it's too early for all of that. The neighborhood was quiet. The kids were all still in school. It comes alive about 3.30 in the afternoon. I was reading my book and I got a thought I did not think. And that's a terminology that us 30-second prayerers, my followers, are very, very familiar with because God gives us thoughts we did not think. They're based on, it comes from Proverbs 16, 3. Everything that I want to share with you, I want it to be Bible-based. I don't want it to be my opinion or even my experience if it isn't based on a scripture. It says, if we will turn all of our activities, all of our decisions, all of our to-dos, all of our projects, all of our issues, and roll them upon the Lord, he would cause our thoughts to become agreeable to his will. I was sitting there minding my own business and God invaded my thoughts and gave me a thought I did not think. Sometimes that thought is so fleeting that if you're busy, you'll just let it fly right by you. But on Monday, I was quiet and I determined I need to practice being quiet every day, not necessarily always sitting in a chair, even doing things. You can be still before the Lord. So here's what I heard right out of the blue. You should cut your seagrass down today. Well, seagrass is that big, tall grass, and I love it. I love it. I have seven bushes of it, and every spring... It needs to be cut down so the new seagrass can grow up, not in the fall, but in the spring. And it's a messy job. And it takes two people. 
because somebody's got a cut while the other one holds it. Otherwise, it flies all over and that kind of thing. But God said, you should cut your seagrass down today. So right out of the blue, I thought, I need to go do that. So I, I got up and I went around the side of the house and counted how many bushes I had to do. Seven. Seemed overwhelming. But I just thought, well, you know what? I could do that. It's so quiet today. And here's another thing that he said as I was getting my equipment out. Because tomorrow is supposed to be very windy. And all the residue that you don't get picked up today will completely blow away tomorrow. And so I do the best I can to clean up. And I usually have somebody helping me, my son or son-in-law or grandson, helping me. But I was going to do it by myself today, and it seemed overwhelming. But I knew it was God. And it's a job I don't like. So do it today. And then, you know, just the very fact that that wind was going to blow out all of the shaft. That was motivation to me. I thought, I'm going to get busy and do it. And I didn't even have time to dread it because I just thought, yep, I'm going to do that because I knew it was not a thought that I made up myself. I wasn't enjoying my book. I was enjoying the sun. And here comes that thought. And as I put on my gloves and headed into the landscaping to start my first bush, I felt so overwhelmed. Where's my helper? Who's going to help me clean up this mess? Because it flies everywhere. I love the end result, but it flies everywhere when you're trimming. So I just said another 30-second prayer. God, help me do this. Sometimes that's a 30-second prayer. And so I'm going to put the 30, my 30-second prayer in the description below. And here's how it goes. Father, I commit this project to you. Cause me to think the way you think. <coughs> Excuse me. So I know what to do. <coughs> Excuse me. Before I knew it, I had all seven bushes done. When you say God help me on something, whether it's in the company boardroom or in uh, a conversation with your teenager in their bedroom or in your family room, speaking those difficult things that need to be spoken sometimes. God help me. Give me the words to say. Don't let me mess this up. Don't let me mess this up. Those are all 30-second prayers. But before I knew it, all seven were done. But after I got the first four done and I only had three left, I was going to call my son and tell him, remember last year when you helped me with that messy job? Well, I just want to tell you, I'm, finish, I'm finishing up on it, and you don't have to come. And he lives uh, an hour and 45 minutes away, so he would be glad to hear that. Although, I don't, you know, he doesn't come specially for that. But that's not something you want to do when they come that distance. So all the time I was going, I'm going to call Tim, and I'm going to tell him it's all done. And it, and it happened so easily. I was so happy because I, myself, was completing a task that, I did, that seemed too difficult before. 
and I was overcoming dread, overcoming the dread of it. And you know, if I hadn't stood up right then and there, put down my book and went around the side of the house, I don't think, you know, that dread would have uh, 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 kept me from doing it. And then guess what? Six o'clock that evening, I would have been going, why didn't I get that done? And when the winds started, I tell you, the winds on Tuesday morning were exceptionally strong. And I haven't been out to look, but I am absolutely positive that my landscaping is clean and I didn't do it all. I only did what I could do. So when we live in partnership with God, he will do the heavy lifting. Write that down somewhere. When you live in, when I live in partnership with you, God, you do the heavy lifting. All we have to do is cooperate and he does his part. If we do our part, one of our foundational scriptures, and I tell it to you just about every other time or every third time is the Matthew eleven thirty in the message Bible. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Don't procrastinate. Oh yeah, that's the word. Don't procrastinate. Don't look for excuses. Don't dread it. Just do it. Isn't Nike the one that had the tagline years ago and probably still does? Just do it. Just do it. Okay, back, back to the Bible. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. In other words, get up and get started. Don't rebel against it and don't uh, block it out of your mind. Just that's the flow of God. He said, cut your seagrass today. Okay. I won't let anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn how to live freely and lightly. I tell you, 30 minutes later, maybe it was 45 minutes later, I was living free and light. I had accomplished what God had said to do when he said to do it. And yeah, I had some debris laying around that I couldn't get it because it's real strawy. But I knew it was going to be taken care of the next day. So I want you to think about that one thing that's bothering you right now that you know you should do but you procrastinated. That's the word for today. Getting rid of procrastination. What's that one thing? The clutter in your pantry? The desk in your office? The relationship issue that needs to be resolved? The workload that you have for the week that you're just trying to block out and fight against because it's too much? or the financial decision that you're not sure about. Or maybe it's as small as, yeah, I should call them. And the name keeps coming to your mind. See, that's God causing your thoughts to become agreeable to his will. And the sooner you do it, the sooner you'll be living light and free. And it's not clogging up, the taking up space in your soul. So do you have that one thing in mind that you keep thinking about, but you're procrastinating about? Now we're going to pray the 30-second prayer over that one thing. And here's how it goes. Father, I commit this thing to you. 
caused me to think the way you think, so I know what to do. And you know what? When we just get started, it just falls into place. I had those seven bushes done before I knew it. It was, and if it's a difficult thing that we have to do, you can pray another prayer. God, help me. Help me get this done. So whenever we bring our heavy lifter, that's God, into our overwhelming situation, things fall into place. Things fall into place. 20 minutes after I, I reached the half, halfway mark of my project, 20 minutes later, I was done. And it felt so good. It energized me to do the last three bushes. It energized me. So when those big things in life come along, we know that we can commit them to God through praying the 30-second prayer. Remember, it's going to be in the, in the description below. And he will give us his thoughts, his direction, his instructions, so we can come through it successfully. Hebrews 12, 11 in the New Living says, no discipline is enjoyable while it's happening. See, I had to be disciplined to get up out of that chair and get it done right away. Not wait three days. The wind was coming tomorrow. I had to get it done today. So when those things come along, oh, uh, Hebrews 12, 11, excuse me. But afterward, after you discipline yourself, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. See, we're training ourselves. Just do it. Just do it. Get it out of your mind. Get it off your plate. So why don't we practice with this little rhyme? This one's for your mirror. Let's all practice this one until we just absolutely say it every time. Here's how it goes. I'll do what you say right away. Put that on your mirror. God, everything you say, I'll do it right away. And then maybe we will. If I would have even waited 10 minutes, I would have been making up excuses. Remember, if you ask God to help you and partner with you, he will. And guess what? Philippians 4.13, he will cause you to do everything in his strength. He gives you strength to do it. And it's so much easier to do it when God is there helping you rather than when you're by yourself having to gut it out by yourself. So I'm just so thrilled that he takes these little things. You say, Carol, your bushes are not life and death. No, they aren't. But I have less clutter in my soul when I do those things right away. So when the big things come along, I have a clear head and I can say, okay, God, what are we going to do about this? And then I'm able to hear. So it's kind of like getting rid of your mental to-do list in your mind. Just do it right away. So anyway, what I want for you is what happened to me last Monday afternoon. I was living freely and lightly, and I want that for you too. Thank you for joining me today. If this podcast was helpful to you, be sure to press subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And also share it with a friend. You can click my website below to find a link to order my book from Amazon. 
In this book, I share how I received revelation of this 30-second prayer and how life-changing it was and continues to be. God and I, God and you, one day at a time, one moment at a time.